Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. We're jumping on today to talk about TikTok versus Instagram culture. Adam Masseri actually jumped on a little live recently, as he tends to do, with a little news that Instagram is really starting to prioritize more original content. Now, this, to me, I don't know about you, Sonia, but this sounds Mm. like a little clock app that we know and love. (laughs) TikTok. I mean, yeah, no surprise there. (laughs) Yeah, what's new? But I do think that is going to turn down a lot of this, you know, jumping on trends stuff that's happening. So first and foremost, let's like kind of banter on that. How do you how do you feel about that that new announcement? I honestly unsubscribed from the atmosphere Instagram account. <laughs> I just like couldn't take it anymore. I felt like so many of the updates were just vague but with purpose (laughs) you know it's like it gets the whole community super hyped up but you're really left with no true understanding of what's going on um so I chose not to torture myself like that uh but I just think all updates are so silly like the fact that they jump on and want to talk about the I mean you know our you know our thoughts on (laughs) the multiple feeds thing and I guess I just am not understanding as to what he means by like oh they're prioritizing original content like they've all like everyone has always prioritized original content so just curious like what he means by that more specifically Mm -hmm. um in terms of like length I think we all know like reading is super up there and does he mean like less voiceover type stuff where you're mouthing the words or like lip sync excuse me voiceover lip sync stuff where you're mouthing the words and more like original content as in it's me speaking teaching something or does he mean it in a different sense yeah see I would guess that it would be me jumping on as a talking head and using my own voice Mm -hmm. um but I don't know if you saw another bit of beef this weekend on Instagram um, about, yeah, I assume so, about a little plagiarism that went Mm -hmm. on from Mm -hmm. a big, big account. Mm -hmm. I will let, I will let you dive into that. Go to our social team. (laughs) (laughs) Watch that little live. Watch that little live. Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to subtly plug our <sighs> our girl, Allie Mason, as well, because she did an amazing job of recapping that. But I, I can't see them really being in a place where that was what they were looking to do, to, to disband, like, multiple posts of a specific video. Sure. I think it's difficult. I mean, I think... Yes, what went over what what happened over the weekend was really shocking to me that um, it's one thing where I think it is common practice (laughs) to like share people's posts to stories and highlight them. And I don't think that there is necessarily a problem with that, tagging them, giving them credit, as long Mm -hmm. as you're not using it for something that benefits yourself. But to straight up lift somebody else's video without asking them and post it onto your channel, whether Mm -hmm. you tag them or not, And you know it's a channel that is producing high amount of dollar income for you. Mm -hmm. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. Especially, 
especially at prices that many of us smaller businesses can't compete with. Uh, absolutely. That, that family is offering $7 everything. Yeah. Like I can't I mean, compete with that. For sure. And I think the creators team, you know, highlighted his content very recently. And a lot of people were very upset with that as well. And, you know, I just don't think bringing it back to like TikTok versus Instagram, I don't think that that's something that happens on TikTok as much. I have heard that people have seen their videos posted over on TikTok as a screen record, but it doesn't seem to be nearly as much of a problem as we are seeing on Instagram, for sure. I think the version that you see on TikTok is really the advice to stitch something. Stitch the first part of the video. So Mm -hmm. you're catching, you're you're having them do the hook thing. Mm-hmm. You're allowing someone else to hook their eye and then you're basically responding to it. So anyone within your niche, you can be piggybacking off of, which I, again, think is just this like trash clout thing instead of like actually making a good point because you can you can literally take that person's same video. It's very likely that it's going to get shared to their following and say the same thing, but cut them off. Hack culture, whether that is on Instagram or TikTok, just like really irks me. And here's why. The person whom we are speaking of right now did put out a hack recently that had my eyes rolling so far back in my head I could not. It was about it was putting (laughs) up a an image of text, but having the image actually be a video that was only two seconds long. Yeah, Mm -hmm. one second or two seconds long, but knowing that the text would take the reader longer than that amount of time to read it, thus increasing your views triple, quadruple fold. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that is an option. And I actually did recently post a reel where it was very, very short and it looped really quickly. And I noticed like triple the amount of views that I normally did. But here's the kicker to anyone who thinks that this is like the key to life, (laughs) the key to winning at all. It's not because at the end of the day, those views were tripled, but the engagement was the same or lower. I didn't see new followers from it. So it still doesn't matter. Like if the content is tricking people into viewing it multiple times, Again, that started with a trick. Like you're tricking people into doing more views for zero reason. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Sonia. Content is king. (laughs) She said that to me. She said that to me before. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) It literally means more is more and no one cares how you get there. Just do it. Um, And unfortunately, I think that is what is happening over on Instagram more than I see on TikTok. On TikTok, I think that people are like rapid fire posting, but there is a bit more creativity and a bit more fun. On Instagram, people are stressed and they're just like, they're just stressed. That's it. They're stressed on Instagram. (laughs) People are very stressed on Instagram. I mean, look, the engagement on TikTok on average, I mean, I've heard this from a couple of our clients recently in client meetings that average engagement is lower on TikTok now. Growth potential might be higher, but you really cannot guarantee that your video is going to reach more eyes. The ones that go off, sure, you might have a billion followers because that's just the culture of TikTok where you press follow, but you don't even, you don't even hang out on your following page. Like there's just so many differences there that I I just can't, it, it's apples to oranges for me. 
Sure. And I think I am interested in seeing what happens over on TikTok now that they have the TikTok stories feature. Will it mimic more of what Instagram has done with Instagram stories? Um, I really raised an eyebrow to that recent launch because I do think one of the key features of Instagram that I have loved so dearly and that I've loved for my clients so much is stories. And so to see TikTok mimic it is very, very interesting to me. And of course, all of the TikTok teachers have been saying, jump on it right now. Like they want you to be using it, take advantage of it. For me, as someone who is more Instagram native, because I've been on it for years before TikTok launched, I have a hard time figuring out what to put onto my TikTok stories. Like you can film a regular TikTok and then it says like, do you want to put onto stories? And like, but don't I want to put it on to my regular feed? Like I don't yet get right. what the differences. What right. the differences. I, with the casual content, I mean, your TikToks are your stories in Instagram language, right? So uh, what 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 else do I have for you? I, I just feel like I can't create more. And I'm actually very weary of even I'm I'm like a no no TikTok person. Like I don't want to be on it. I don't I don't even want to scroll <laughs> it. And here's why. If I'm scrolling it, their algorithm's too good. I get lost. Like I will sit there and binge it. I don't I don't got time for that. I'll end up in the conspiracy theories. I'll end up in some like crazy woo-woo astrology land. Like that's where I'm going to be. But I, I don't have time for that. And also I really hate the comment culture over there. I really hate the culture of TikTok. I don't think it's positive and I don't have the energy to deal with it. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. I mean, I think comment culture anywhere on any social app can be quite negative pretty quickly. And I think this goes really well into our DM episode. People are behind a screen. They're not having to say these things to you personally. Um, And I think because of TikTok's algorithm, if your video starts to go viral, you really get exposed to such a wide net of people that maybe you are not um, intending to. And that really leaves you open to a lot of internet abuse, really. <laughs> and I think it is pretty harsh over on TikTok. Absolutely. It can be for sure. I've seen some of the creators that I follow that I like a lot that have bigger followings, you know, using the comment feature and doing a video in response to comments. And a lot of them are so mean. Yeah. So mean. <laughs> I think it's the it's the FYP, the for you page on TikTok. It really just makes it a completely different beast. And the algorithm yeah. that they have built make it something that is just really unpredictable in terms mm-hmm. of exactly how it will turn out. And I think that, you know, the advice that I see over there most frequently is like post more. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, posting more increases your chances of going viral, of course. Sure. So sure, that's an that's an odds game. We've all been to Vegas. So, <laughs> you know, eventually you are going to hit a win somewhere in there. But you know, how much time will you have spent on losses? You know, yeah. I really have my TikTok strategy as when I'm feeling it, I'll post as many as I can. And then when I'm not, I just don't open the app. And yeah. I'm fine with that. I've been on it two months. I have 500, almost 500 followers. 
slow and steady growth. I'm like, cool. And I've really used it a lot to interact with creators and see what Mm -hmm. they're doing, see what they're up to and to watch brands. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think because I've been pretty strategic on this account in how I use it, I've been, you know, blessed with only watching stuff that has to pertain to those things. So I'm not getting as lost in, you know, some sort of like golden retriever page, um, which is good for me so that uh, I don't waste too much time. But yeah, I mean, that algorithm will get you, you will be on for hours. That is the purpose of the app, just like Instagram is trying to do grasp at straws for more minutes of your attention. Right, right. So you are a through and through Instagram girl. Yes, I would say Instagram is still my number one. TikTok is slowly sneaking up as my number two. Um, but I still don't. I I still am an Instagram girl. It's stories for me. I could be on stories for a very long time seeing what people are up to friends are up to um, publications that I pay attention to a lot clicking their links mm-hmm. then reading an article. I can really be deep on stories for a long time. You know what? I I totally agree. It's the deeper water for me. I'm someone that like hates small talk. Like I despise it with my whole soul. So TikTok feels like small talk to me where like you're only commenting Mm. back and forth. Like you're not really in people's DMs. It's not really about community. Instagram's community. Yeah, I think that's a really great point that I had never thought of before. Um, TikTok is little tiny bite size. That's why you mm-hmm. have to be so quick, so entertaining, so over the top um, to get people to follow. Right. Um, and I get served people's videos all the time. And I sort of try to create, you know, like little levers for myself. If I laugh, if I raise an eyebrow, if I watch it more than once, (laughs) then I'll consider following um, if it wasn't someone that I already follow. So I try and give myself that because or else I'm watching so many videos of people I don't follow and I don't even like them. That's the other thing. Like I think that's part of the reason why engagement on TikTok is so low is because you become so entranced with each video and swiping to the next one, swiping to the next one that you forget that you're even supposed to do anything else. Right. Instagram really started in singular images that you were supposed to like and comment Mm -hmm. on and grew from there. And so because you were trained early on in your Instagram usage that this is what we do, I think that you have to have different strategies for each. Some content will, of course, always be able to move over. Um, But I noticed recently that when I'm teaching, I teach much better on TikTok because I have a slightly longer period of time. On Instagram, if I'm doing a reel, which that's really what I'm thinking of as the comparison to TikTok, it's very difficult to teach something that I want to teach specifically in one minute. I find that it's much easier for people who are teaching things. That Do you are make three-minute videos on TikTok? Sometimes. I don't go all the way to the three-minute mark, but I find that one minute is too short. Like I need wow. one minute 30 or two minutes to dissect something that is a real teaching moment for me personally. And I think that's uh-huh. because I'm not the type of person who teaches an entry-level concept most of the time. Yeah. I'm like, let me give you these three points and talk about why. And I'm talking about marketing strategy and I'm talking about like deeper yeah. subjects. And when I film those and I think about putting them over onto Instagram, I'm realizing like, I can't edit this down to a minute. It's like not in my capacity. And then what? I'm going to put it on like, well, what? IGTV, RIP, but that's not, it's not even a thing anymore. <laughs> but you know, like nobody watches those. They get zero right. service. Zero. 
So essentially, Instagram is being very counterintuitive for me personally, when they're saying like, teach something, add value to the community. Oh, but mm-hmm. could you only do it in one minute? We're only going to reward even. you if you can do it in the one minute or less. Not even. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even recommend a minute. I, I get terrified at 32 seconds. I'm like, <laughs> they won't so watch true. it. This is 32 seconds. So <laughs> true. Which is why so many people are teaching the same things because I don't think that there are a lot of truly, truly valuable things in life that can be taught in less than 30 seconds. There are things that are like eyebrow raisers that are like, huh, that's interesting. I want to learn more that you could learn in that amount of time. But like truly adding value to a community in less than 30 seconds, like, no, I just don't think so. Okay, I I think think this is a super interesting topic because this is something that I've been changing up recently. And I've been trying to just tell a story that has a take-home message that's more Mm. like problem awareness instead of like really diving deeper into the the very typical provide value provide value provide value because I think the provide value turns into hacks very easily and Mm -hmm. you know how we feel about hack culture I it's just not it's not deep enough and at this point I'm also kind of questioning if you have that secondary level of service providing, if you're not your basics kind of person, which there's tons of people that are in that boat that never want to teach the basics, is TikTok your place? Yeah. I mean, that would be my recommendation. Um, I shot a video today about things I bought recently from the Sephora sale because of marketing. And I highlighted three different brands and I talked about the marketing efforts that brought awareness to me that led me to purchase. It, it's like two minutes and 30 seconds right now. And I was trying to think like, okay, this didn't take me a ton of time to film because it's something I've been thinking about for a hot second. So mm-hmm. I was almost thinking, and this could be a good takeaway for others, is can I get one clip from it that I really love for reels and then just have the caption or the promotion and stories be like, hey, I broke this down in greater detail on TikTok if you want to watch yeah. it. And then post the full video on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That funnel is really what you need to do. I mean, even if you're setting up the problem with just your reel, like I said, your reel is problem awareness. Your TikTok is the full-blown potato. Yeah, for sure. The full-blown potato. <laughs> I don't know. It just came out, man. <laughs> your reels are the French fry and your TikTok is the baked potato. <laughs> that is your take-home nugget for this episode I do think that's true and I use TikTok a lot um because of that discoverable motion (laughs) that they have over there because like if you're really in the genre that you want to be in you can connect with people quite quickly I use it just to like remind people that I'm looking for beauty influencers a lot Mm-hmm. And I use like lip syncs to remind people of that. And I don't really think that adds value, yeah. but because it's in increasing the number of posts that I do and it's increasing the number of posts that I do mm-hmm. within my niche, I have been able to find more girlies over there that want to be seen <laughs> um, for skincare. In true or hair TikTok care. fashion, yeah. I'm trying to find my girlies. <laughs> I think at this point, my Instagram is just to remind people in my industry that I exist. I have worked with good clients and I know what I'm talking about. 
And hopefully it just keeps me like top of mind for them. And I think it does because I've had friends who follow me reference my work and be like, oh yeah, I remember that you did this thing. So like, let me connect you to this. But that's also more specific to my personal business model as well, where, you know, I don't really have stuff that's as affordable and uh, as quick plug and play. Whereas somebody, you know, like like you who has mm-hmm. stuff that is like if someone discovered you they'd be able to quickly book right or literally $15 exactly they'd be able to get into your next group session I think that's amazing and that using those quick moments is probably very beneficial for you so I think it's really mm-hmm. about thinking about your business and I this goes back really to everything in business step back before you commit your time to something and think about what your goal is And then think about what is applicable to that goal, because not everyone needs to be on TikTok and not everybody needs to be on Instagram with full force. You can pick one or the other, but decide what suits your business goals most or what you're trying to accomplish most on each channel before you dive in. One thing that I do hear all the time is, and I can't believe people are still saying this, is Instagram dying. Is Instagram Never. dying? Never. That's how I they got on top of shops and affiliates so hard that yeah. Instagram will not die. Also, hello, owned by Meta. They will never die because they will always have funding. So right. no. No problem. And they clearly have, and this is maybe for another episode, but they do clearly have a monopoly on advertising. There is no other platform like Facebook slash Instagram under the meta umbrella where you can advertise for as low cost as effectively as you can there. And thus they will always survive no matter what they do. I just think that anyone that's telling you that you have to jump ship, you have to go to TikTok if you want to, you know build a sustainable platform. No, crazy. Um, but one of the other things that we do see because we, because we have this big, great, vast hole between Instagram and TikTok, this divide is people are like really actively fighting. Instagram users are really actively fighting the like new changing territory of, Mm. of Instagram. Like we hated reels. The number of times that I've heard like, (laughs) I just love pictures. I'm like, no, your view time tells me that you don't like pictures. So like, <laughs> nice try. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering if that is going to leave us in a place where it's like Facebook, where it, it's just its own different entity of like bad culture. <laughs> Um, Yes, I mean, I think as products evolve, um, we evolve our usage of them. And no one likes change. And that's like a blanket statement for humankind, people are resistant to change. So every time there are updates, every time that they rock the boat, people hate that because they have to learn something new. They have to figure out new strategies. It's just difficult and stressful for everyone involved. And there's so many businesses that rely on the way things worked before that it makes it so hard to be constantly evolving. Um, I think it's a mindset shift at that point, knowing that you have to surrender 
that it, mm-hmm. you don't own the business. You don't own mm-hmm. a TikTok. You don't own Instagram They're all or Facebook. They're always going to do what they want to do and what's in their best interest for them first. Um, and you have to evolve with the times. The only thing you yeah. own is your own website, your own product, your own experience. So if you really have such a hard time with the changes that are going on in other places, maybe consider investing somewhere else. <laughs> you know what? I love that take-home message, though. I, I love this idea that we always should be reflecting and growing and evolving within our content, within our strategy and watching and learning. I think all of that is so important because at the end of the day, I will scream this from the roof, rooftops. It is not hard to grow on a platform. It is the soul searching and involved and the time that you must commit into finding your place that people love you for. Not that you love, that people love you for on the internet. Absolutely. And if you don't want to do all that growing, evolving, changing, and like deep searching for like how to keep moving on the platform, I also think like that's fine. But then just adjust your expectation. Know right. that you are not going to continue to grow, grow at that rate. Yeah, you're not going to grow. And that's okay. At this, at the same time, like maybe you hit you know, your 5,000 followers and you're like, you know what, I'm in a good place with these people. And like, I'll continue to use the functions that I feel comfortable with at the rate I feel comfortable mm-hmm. with. And I'm good with that. Other people want to keep climbing and that's great for them as well. But if you don't want to evolve, don't, (laughs) but just stop considering that you're going to have other outcomes um, because you won't. (laughs) Let's be realistic. Let's Let's be be realistic here. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Brand Meet Creator. If you loved it, rate, review, subscribe. Are those the words? I still don't know. Follow (laughs) us. And if you have follow along unsure and come hang out with us on instagram at the harley jordan and sonia.elise